The following BLTV program is brought to you by O'Flaherty Law. Please enjoy. Thanks for listening to the On Purpose Growth Podcast. Let us know what you thought in the comment section. For more from On Purpose Growth, go to onpurposegrowth.com. Subscribe here at BLTV for all of our content, including the daily Learn About Law podcast, Seize Your Business, Making Real Estate Fun, and Logical Logistics podcast, brought to you by O'Flaherty Law. Thanks for listening. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to this episode of the On Purpose Growth podcast. I'm your host, Brian McDonald, and today I'm really excited uh, because I've got Ronnie Lieber uh, on with me. Uh, he's coming to us from uh, Vienna, Austria, and uh, he's an amazing individual. Um, he's entertained uh, over 5 million people. Um, he's a speaker. Uh, he's a stadium host, and he helps people become better speakers as well as uh, help them create their legacy. So Ronnie, thanks for, uh, thanks for being on today. Thank you, Brian, for having me. It's a pleasure and I can't wait. Yeah, me too. So what I can't wait about is uh, Ronnie's going to be talking about why now more than ever, it's an important, it's important to have a winning mindset. It's something that I believe, and I think I'm all, I'm, I'm personally always working on. So, uh, so, so Ronnie, please share more about, you know, why it's important now and, and some background to that winning mindset. Well, um, that's a great question, Brian. And, and first of all, I was always a believer that it's really important um, that your mindset is going to shape your beliefs. It's also going to shape your successes or, or not successes in life. And now, just in the last months, I mean, or in, in this year, in 2020, and at, at the time of this recording, mindset is everything. It's everything. Because basically, mindset is the filter with which you see the world, with which you approach the world. And basically, in every given situation right now that you're in, there are always three decisions that you're going to make, consciously or unconsciously. And the first one is, what do you focus on? At every single moment in time, you always have, like we have um, through our senses, the opportunity to focus on, on millions of things. Like you could focus on, on your skin, you could focus on your heartbeat, you could focus on your breathing, you can focus on where you're looking at, you can close your eyes and focus on something inside, outside, or on a memory, whatever it is. So the first important question is, what do you focus on? Are you going to see the good? Are you going to see the bad? Mm. The next question is, what does it mean? Like what meaning do you attach to what you focus on? And that is also something really important. Like, is it going to be an empowering meeting, something that really juices you up or that, that is something where you, that motivates you, that inspires you? Or is it something where, you, where you're like, oh, that makes you frustrated or pissed off or something where you're saying like, oh, oh no, I'm not, that's, I don't like that. So once again, what do you focus on? What does it mean? And the third thing, that you decide at any given moment is what am I going to do about that? Or what am I, what am I doing because of that? Because basically it is when you are um, like, you can also do nothing obviously, which is also a choice, or you can do something proactively in order to say, okay, you know what? Um, I focus on this now. Um, that means that for me. And that's why I'm going to do this. Uh, basically this year, when, when you let's make it practical mm -hmm. in, in COVID, 
and, and many businesses, many businesses have, um, well, ha have gotten hit by that. Mm -hmm. And if you are one of those business owners or one of those people that have taken severe losses, of course, you could focus on, oh my God, this is horrible. Oh my God, it's, it's all going to an end and, and, uh, and, and really be frustrated. Uh, like when you're sitting in a car and the car um, gets out of control and you're going to a wall, you can focus on the wall, the wall, the wall getting closer, or you can focus on the goal. Where do you want to go? Mm. And what is this going to bring you? And uh, so instead of just how horrible COVID is, you could focus on what are the opportunities? What are the chances? What are the, what are the, the, the options that are now presenting itself that nobody else is doing? What are the things that I can do while everybody else is fearful mm. that I can do now to actually make a step forward that will put me in front of the race, in front of everybody else? And then you can see, okay, maybe um, I, need to make, I need to go in this direction. And so you focus on that, you know the meaning of it, that this is going to mean something really great for you because you can create, you can tap into a field that is very new. Like, for example, everything is going virtual mm -hmm. now in 2020. So how can you be in front of the track? How can you also serve your customers? How can you serve your clients? And how can you maybe even create a new group of clients that mm. hasn't been there before? Because now there's a new market opening up. And then what are you going to do about it? What, like, are you just going to sit around the side and, and watch while everybody else is playing and, and mm -hmm. picking up the ball? Or are you getting in the game and really um, making a move? I, so, I think that pretty much sums it up. Oh, yeah, it does. I, that was really, I love the way you articulated that um, because it makes complete sense. Now, you probably didn't, you know, wake up in life, um, you know, thinking this, right? I'm sure you learned it along the way. So why don't you share a little bit about your background on, on how you got to, to this type of mindset, ironically, um, and, uh, and, and then we'll, you know, dive back in uh, to the topic. Well, um... I'm now 40 years old and already in my teens, I was, I was interested in why we do the things we do, why we feel the things we feel and, and like what moves us and how do actually, how does our brain work? How do we work as a human being? And so I was, I was reading books and then and, and started and trying to find out some things. I was reading Dale Carnegie and then I, I read my first book from Tony Robbins and I went to, to several seminars. I went to like now for over two decades, I've been really digging deep into, into what, like what makes us special. How does success work and how are we going to be successful? Also in, in my everyday job, you mentioned it before, and I, I have the privilege of also working a lot in sports uh, with Olympic champions, with mm. uh, like with world champions, with, with, amazing, amazing people, uh, as well as, as people from all walks of life, from politics, from, from uh, like top entrepreneurs, business owners, and, and all, all kinds of people. And they are like, they just have a different mindset. The one or the few who do compared to the many who talk. And, and, mm. and so just like taking in what makes you move forward and how success works. And I've always been fascinated by that. Well, you, you said something there that, that I caught is that there was a difference between those entrepreneurs that do and then those that talk. Tell me about that. 
Well, usually or oftentimes an, an entrepreneur, or at least the ones you read about, uh, are usually the ones who do because they like you, you cannot be successful if you don't do, if you just talk. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, you and I and, and, and all of us know and, and probably all of us have been there at some point in my life. I'm for sure I've been there uh, that there were times when I talked about things and yeah, I'm going to do that. I want to do that. And I didn't get like I was standing behind the starting line of the race, but I never, I never started to run. Mm. And, and because there was something in my mind and something in, in, in inside of me blocking me or, or maybe sabotaging myself. And just to really, to be aware of what is actually going on inside of us, because whatever you do in your life, it's 80% psychology and just 20% strategy. Because mm. like, for example, if you want to lose, um, let's say 10, 20, 30 pounds or whatever it is that like, a simple goal like that, it's, it's easy to come up with a strategy. You just got to go to Google and, and, and look up. Like, there are tons of, of strategies, but it's a psychology that will make you succeed. So it's all about the psychology, those 80% of psychology that you need in order to actually succeed. And, and that's, that's something that I've been specialized on. So, so what is it about that psychology, right? Because there's 80% there right? And some of that 80% for, well, for some people, that 80% keeps them losing and, and others, it keeps them winning. So what is it about that mindset that uh, allows people to succeed? Well, it's a combination of the questions that you ask yourself, because mm. basically we're asking ourselves questions all day long. Yeah. And, and, and even like even thinking, is a process of, of um, putting out questions and answering them, them. And even if there is no answer, your brain will come up with an answer. So it's, it's um, like, and so the quality of the questions that you're asking yourself is critical. Mm. We, we always learn in school, like there are no bad questions. There are just bad answers or something like that. Yeah, that might be in, in one way true. At the same time, if you are just asking yourself bad questions, or questions that are not supporting you, then mm. you're not going to get high quality answers. For example, if you're asking yourself the whole time, like, oh my God, why does this always happen to me? Or, <laughs> oh my God, why can I never win? Or, oh my God, why do I always lose something or lose money or whatever it is? You're not going to come up with a, with a question that's going to support you in order to succeed. <laughs> you need to ask yourself a different question. You need to ask yourself... Um, a question that is actually going to support you. Like, how can I create even more um, income? How can I create even more out of my business? How can I create even more value to my clients? Like, those are questions, for example, that are great to start with. And from there on, your questions also lead your focus. And mm. as we know, where focus goes, energy flows. And that means also your focus is going to control also what you as we, as we talked about it before, um, what you're going to think about it and also like what it means and then also what you're going to do about it. Hmm. Yeah. It sounds like the, uh, all those things, all three of those things you just listed are, are highly linked together, even though they think they seem separate, right? Oh, absolutely. Like it, uh, everything is connected and we are all one. It's not just mm. about you. It's like also we, as, as all people are connected. I, I always say that life is a team sports. <laughs> and like, I mean, I love sports and I think sports is fantastic because 
for example, I even studied sports. I studied sports at the sports university and I studied economics at the University of Economics. Hmm. The big difference was at the University of Economics, pretty much everybody was like on their own. You were doing a thing and, and, and like everybody was like, okay, this is my, this is my thing and, and so on. But at the University of Sports, it was, you could see the, there was a different breed. People hmm. there, they were used to being together, like to interact as a team, as a team sports. And so everything there was way more sharing, caring for each other, and also to actually to create something, to move forward together. And I think that's what life is about. Hmm. Life is about creating something, creating the magic together. I, I love that because I've actually... I guess I've known that, but never seen it in my mind of what you described. And when I think about your stereotypical entrepreneur, they, they feel that they're on an island and sometimes they just try to do things on their own when they actually need other team members of other entrepreneurs to help them. Oh, Brian, that is a fantastic example. I've been there uh, for way too long. Like uh, I was a solopreneur, like probably also many of, of, our listeners, mm -hmm. because uh, basically solopreneurs are the most entrepreneurs out there. And the point is that for way too long, I believe that I need to do everything myself because I'm a solopreneur. Of course, I had somebody doing my, my accounting and so on. Yeah. But basically, I was like, and, and what we oftentimes forget in, our, in business, we are the most limiting factor of our business as the leader. Like if the leader is limited, and nobody else can do something about it. And now what I actually learned in the last years, and that is fascinating in today's day and age, is to leverage myself and to create a whole team of people around myself, but without actually having some employees that I need to pay every month, but actually having people to work for me just for the things that I need them to work for me, some specialists. And basically nowadays with virtual assistants, it's an incredible, amazing opportunity. There are people out there in all parts of the world and, and that, are, that have some specialties that, that you just dream of and, and that are even pricey. So that's, that's something I could really recommend to look into. So how do, you, how do you apply that winning mindset to what you just described? Like how do we mesh those two things together? Um, you mean like with building a team? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how, how do you, yeah, how do you apply that to, you know, building a team, like the winning mindset? Because what, I guess what I'm, what I'm um, probably predicting here is there's people that are either watching or listening to us. They're saying, I can't do that. I can't afford that. There's no way I'm going to build a team. So how do they take a winning mindset into that? Okay. That's a great, that's a great point, Brian. And a great question. First of all, and I'm, I'm going to use again, I'm, I'm going to um, use again the analogy of sports. In sports, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you're a sports fan. Are you oh, a sports yeah. fan? oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you like? Uh, pretty much all sports, right? It's, I move from one sport to the next. So big uh, American football, you know, baseball, uh, American basketball. Awesome. Um, so, for example, I mean, in sports, there's something that you call momentum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Momentum, that is like when you're like, it's, it's a, actually a terminology from physics. That means that when an object uh, starts to move and suddenly, like, for example, you take a snowball and you move the snowball down the mountain, 
mm-hmm. and and it's it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's gonna get easier um, to like the movement is gonna get easier for you. You need less and less force, and at some point, it's just gonna move by itself. Mm-hmm. And that's the momentum. It's it's it happens in sports all the time that like one team has momentum, and suddenly something changes, and suddenly the other team picks up momentum, and it's it's fascinating to watch. And so, how can you do that? It's all about creating momentum for yourself. That means if you're right now in a position where you're thinking, well, that sounds great, Ronnie, but I have no idea how to do that. I don't know. I'm, 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 not, I'm not there yet. I don't, or maybe you don't trust yourself to do that yet. Start with small steps, mm. like small steps first, really build momentum, build momentum to trust yourself. That means, for example, if, if you're, because all of us need to sell something in a business, yep. mm-hmm. if you don't sell something, then you're not going to, you're not going to be able to survive. So, um, and, and I'm sure you have some goals to sell something because you know, you need to meet uh, those goals in order to get, create some income and start small, start with like, okay, I'm going to set myself a standard. It's, it's also about the standards that you set yourself. Um, that means you start small and you, you say, okay, today I'm going to do, let's say, five phone calls, 10 phone calls to potential clients. And, and whatever it is, start with something that is achievable for you, mm-hmm. where you're saying, okay, I can do that. I think I can do that. And do that for a week or two weeks. And, and so it becomes habitual. It becomes normal. And then you go from there. You say, okay, now I'm going to raise the bar. I'm gonna, I did 10, 10 now is easy. It's okay, it's, it's not, it, now it's inside my comfort zone. Let's do now 12, 13, 15, whatever it is, whatever, where you think, okay, it's a bit challenging, but I can do it. I think I can, I can push the bar. And, and so you're starting to raise the bar every time for yourself. And um, when you're, for example, when, when you would have asked Michael Jordan, why? And, and especially since you are from, from close to Chicago, yep, um, yep. I'm sure you got a special relationship to mm-hmm. MJ. Uh, when you would have asked him why he is the best basketball player in the world at the time being, uh, at, at the time back then, he would have told you that it's not because he can jump further or because he can throw better or something. The reason is simple. Because he demands more of himself mm. than anybody else can humanly possibly demand of him. Mm-hmm. So it's all about setting the standard for yourself. But Michael Jordan didn't just wake up and be Michael Jordan, be up there. It was about setting the standard. It was about really building it up step by step. So you don't expect to go out on a basketball court if you've never thrown a basketball and, and, and expect to play like Michael Jordan. It's not going to happen. You really need to build it from the bottom up, but you can create it step by step. You know, it's an amazing thing that the one thing I took from the last dance that's on Netflix, that, that oh, the movie that they amazing. did is he said, and this is about mindset and momentum. He, he said somewhere towards the end of that, that why would I worry about a shot I never took? So he's not playing out the future, trying to miss it. Uh, he's keeping that momentum of success and not letting the negative mindset get in his way. I thought that was just like a golden. I mean, I will always remember that for the rest of my life. That, that was actually when they were uh, in on practice before the finals. Yep. And he said that many, t- many people are scared, like many, uh, even of the team of the Bulls, 
were scared of taking a shot. And he said, it doesn't make no sense to me. Mm-mm. Because why would I be scared if I haven't even taken the shot yet? Right, right. It's, it's you living in that mindset of, of, of success versus living in the mindset of, I don't want to fail, right? The two completely oh, yeah. different things. And, so, and, and, how, and, and when, when you say, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt, Brian, oh, no, because when you say that, I don't want to fail. Our brains cannot, uh, like, our brains cannot imagine the word no. Like, um, we think in pictures. Mm-hmm. And when you say, I don't want to fail, our brain only has, uh, gets information fail. Fail. Like, has ever, ever anybody told you, oh, please don't forget that. And then yeah. you arrive there and what did you forget? Exactly yeah. that. Exactly. It's so like we're being trained like to think that. Yeah, because they're programming your brain, like your brain only gets forget. So if you really want somebody to not forget it, you need to tell them, please remember that mm-hmm. like in a positive way. And, and that's the point. So it's, it's, it's very, very, it's where focus goes, energy flows. Yeah, I, I love that because uh, when I learned that principle of, you know, directives, if you will, however you want to call it, I started correcting myself. It's like, I, I don't even tell my kids, hey, don't remember that uh, or, or don't forget that. I say, remember that. I give them what I want them to do, not what I don't want them to do. So that's, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you shared that. So, Great leadership advice also for yourself, but also like you need to lead yourself first. Yeah. And of course, also for others. So uh, talk a little bit about that because that's an interesting subject in regards to winning mindset, leading yourself and a winning mindset, how do those two things go together? Well, I think, I mean, if you wanna be a leader and, and in order to lead yourself, you need to create a winning mindset. Mm-hmm. You need to, and what does it mean to create a winning mindset? That, that winning mindset starts by believing in yourself. Mm. You need to believe in yourself. And actually I have a great story about that. Um, Seven years ago, I had the opportunity to meet Tom Brady. And I'm sure you, I mean, as a sports fan, and I oh, yeah. know exactly who that guy is. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, also that he knows actually um, that he knows a thing or two about how to believe in yourself. Yeah. And I met him in 2013 in Houston at a game against the Texans. And that was just one week after the, at the time, largest comeback in the history of the New England Patriots mm. when they were down 24 nothing against Peyton Manning and the Broncos. And then they turned it around in the second half. Mm-hmm. Like in, in half time, they, were, they went into the locker room with, with 0-24 on, on, the, on the scoreboard. And I was asking him, I was like, man, how do you do that? Like when you go into, into a locker room at halftime, being down... By 24 points, what do you say to yourself and how do you actually motivate yourself? And he said, you know, two things, two things. First of all, you need to go out there and you need to take every single play at a time. Like you're only playing one, one play at a time, one play at a time. And you just focus on that play. Like don't get ahead of yourself. Focus on one play at a time. And the second thing, what he said was you actually remember you think back and you think back about the things that you actually did great with the team. You think back about some successes, something that builds you up where you, where you start to believe in yourself, where you start to believe like, okay, there is a chance. There is a possibility. 
Like you need to believe, you need to believe that, that it's actually doable, that it's feasible, it's possible, that you can do it. And then you just start building a momentum step by mm. step, every single play. And suddenly something works and you're like, oh, great, that worked. Let's try it again. Oh, that worked too. And then, oh, okay, that didn't work, but okay, no worries. Let's focus on the next one. Mm -hmm. Oh, that worked. Okay, great. And so you're starting to build and build. And suddenly, I mean, we saw it a few years later in the Super Bowl, what, what, that you can move mountains. Mountains. But never anybody would have expected possible. Well, and, and that, I love the story. Thanks for sharing. And I'm jealous. You met Tom Brady. I'm jealous first. And secondly, uh, it, it goes right back to what you were saying. It's where, you're uh, where, you, where you focus, momentum goes, right? He focused on what he did right and carried that into the, the second half, which made him win. Exactly. You know, in success, there is no place for negativity in your, in your head. Like mm. if you want to be successful, you need to be focused on, on, on the positive. You need to be focused on, on what you can do rather than what you cannot do, because there are always many things that you cannot do. And actually that leads us back to 2020. Mm -hmm. Many people right now are focused on all the, the limitations, the, um, all the things that are, oh, it's horrible. Oh my God. And, and it starts also with the wording, what you're saying to yourself. Like you need to watch also the vocabulary. What are you saying to yourself? And how could you maybe formulate it different? Because also the words have actually opportunity to create um, a biochemical reaction in ourselves. So you really need to be focused on or, and to be aware of what are you saying to yourself? And how can you actually make, turn this around and make it positive? How can you create the chances, the, the opportunities, the possibilities mm -hmm. where there are none what you might think originally, mm -hmm. but there are always opportunities. It, uh, I had a mentor probably 10 years ago teach me one of the most amazing things that uh, I've ever accepted and used in my life is that language is not descriptive, it's generative. And once that clicked in my mind, I started watching what I say because I was realizing that I wasn't describing the world. I was, my words were generating the world that's in front of me. You are creating it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. And, and because, because basically, because everybody creates his or her own world. Mm -hmm. There is no absolute world. Well, yes, there is, but no, none of us experiences the absolute world. Right. So we always experience our world. Yeah. And, you know, and your mindset is directly tied to the world you're experiencing. <laughs> so. Uh, absolutely. 100%. Mic drop. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> All right. This has been inspiring. This has been uh, eye-opening. It's been awesome. Uh, I appreciate you taking time to come on and please share with uh, everybody how they can uh, find you because I know after watching this, people are going to want to reach out and, and learn more. Oh, absolutely. And then and hop on to the journey of awesomeness and, and come on over and then let's create something together. Yes. Uh, you can find me on social media of course, on, on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and, uh, and YouTube and Twitter. Uh, it's always slash Ronnie Lieber, R-O-N-N-Y-L-E-B-E-R. -E -E I'm sure it's going to be in the show notes as well. And also you can um, come over to my homepage at ronnielieber.com. 
there's also a blog where you can get some things for you also for your journey that, that might help you and that I'm sure that are going to help you. And you can just reach out to me as well if you want to have some special help or you want me to help you personally. Just reach out to me also on ronnielieber.com or on any social media. Well, thank you. And anybody who's listening or watching this, if you're even thinking about maybe should I reach out to this guy, I encourage you to do it. Everything that he shared on how you can get a hold of him is going to be wherever you're watching this video or listening to this audio. So um, take the opportunity and choose now to reach out to Ronnie and learn how you can build your legacy because this guy's amazing. Uh, <laughs> this guy's definitely amazing. So Ronnie, again, thanks for uh, hopping on and thanks for everybody tuning into this episode of the On Purpose Growth Podcast. We'll see you on the next time. Take care. Thank you, Brian. The following BLTV program is brought to you by O'Flaherty Law. Please enjoy. Enjoy.